0: Comics Cast, coming to you from Carbondale, Illinois, with special guests from the Campus Comics crew. And
1: now, here's your host, the man with the previews in hand, Mike
0: No. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Campus Comics Cast. Coming to you from inside uh, Campus Comics here in Carbondale, Illinois, right on Main Street. Um, We're going to take our monthly trip through the previews catalog. Um, What episode would this be, number-wise, I think it's number 18. Number 18, really. So, time flies when you're having fun, I Mm -hmm. guess, huh? So, okay, this is episode number 18, according to Scott. So, if we're wrong, hey, it's his fault. It's my fault. I'll take full blame. (laughs) But anyway, this is the uh, July previews catalog. Um, for a product that starts shipping uh, in September-ish, mostly on the print stuff. Um, again, if you're interested, if you hear anything that interests you um, and want to place an order, My the cutoff date for this is July 26th, always on a Friday. So 26th, so you have some time uh, to get that in, you know, or just come in, pick up your own copy of the previews catalog, and uh, we'll be happy to do what we can. So before we get started here, I just want to say i'm joined tonight by the usual cast of characters dan brown and scott reed all right so i guess what are we going to do here start with DC? well we we probably should say um
2: with the passing of steve ditko mm-hmm. we're we are in a future episode going to have some discussions about that so look for that in a future episode i'm sure he will come up in passing throughout the catalog mm-hmm. but uh, we'll have a little bit more of a focus on that coming up probably in in I think it's the nineteenth episode of the Campus Comics Cast. So, mm-hmm. so be sure you're subscribing and and uh, pulling those down just automatically on your podcast feed. So,
0: all right, very so, good.
2: So DC page one.
0: DC page one.
2: So we got the second volume of uh, Wonder Woman Earth One. Mm-hmm. Grant Morrison. I didn't care too much for the volume one of I this. Still, I still, I it. still it. haven't read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I
1: yeah. the The Earth One books come out so infrequently. Yeah. I just take my time with them. Yeah. I rush on everything else. And <laughs> when you have two year gaps, you know, for some of these, I can wait. But, yeah, but a lot of people really like all the Earth One books, yeah. so it is
2: something. If you are, if you enjoy Earth One, then here's your next one yeah. opportunity to pick
1: one up. Right. And yeah, so right after that, we've got the new crossover, Heroes and Crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's written by Tom King and Clay Mann. I don't know if he's done much for DC. Definitely not this high profile. No. Uh, I know no. he's done a lot of Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is going to be the new identity crisis, right? You know, it yeah. seems like a more character centered crossover. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know if it'll be as controversial as Identity Crisis ended up being, but we'll see. I mm-hmm. feel like
2: from the the text that it's going to be pretty. Uh, I don't know, almost like it could stand alone outside of the DC universe, yeah. right? So I don't, yeah. I don't think it'll have that type of an impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. But it is kind of, I has, has, so I was talking about it, this uh, sanctuary, is that something that you've read any place nope. in DC? totally it's, new for this, new. I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's kind of
1: what I was thinking, but... Uh, yeah, I kind of wish they would have set that up previously, you know, we just had a big, you know, reboot uh-huh. and everything, that would have been a good time to kind of start yeah. working yeah. Of that in. It's, it's not like Tom King hasn't written 50 issues see, of Batman, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right, to that to they could have set that up, but right.
0: again, they didn't ask us. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. So, Heroes in Crisis, and of course, you know, DC with their crises and everything, but I think... Uh, It's a different kind of crisis, so it's not going to be, you know, redefine the DC universe or anything like that. It's just dealing with uh, one aspect of the superhero, you know, genre that you don't really think about. And it's never really been written about that I know of. And if
2: you want to know a little bit more about the quote-unquote sanctuary in the DC previews this month, they've got a little fact sheet that has about, like, what, 10, 12 bullet points about Mm -hmm. what what sanctuary is. So since they haven't introduced this already, it'll give you a little flavor for what's what is coming i guess right so, it's basically it feels like a detox for superheroes right
0: yeah <laughs> Deal with trauma or whatever mm-hmm. so anyway so following that uh, just real quick it oh, does yeah. it
1: does say that it's located in nebraska why not kansas yeah where superman's right. from i feel <laughs> right. like that would have been the spot to have it but right uh after that we've got batman damned number mm-hmm. one a new uh dc black label book coming out from brian Azzarello and Mayho. Mm-hmm. uh I'll read any stuff they do together especially batman uh, what really gets me about this is they are listing it as a sequel to their joker graphic novel they did a few years ago which
0: i really liked yeah that was really good so
1: i'll definitely pick this up mm-hmm.
0: a little more information on the black label as a whole not much it's still kind of cryptic but you get a little bit more info on that Page four so there. So is this five. the
2: is this the one that's supposed to be redefining or groundbreaking this black label? So what is groundbreaking about this book? Do we know? <laughs> uh, I <don't> that's know. <laughs> the thing. You, you give
1: me the hard sell like that. That's yeah. what people expect. Right. You know? exactly. prestige format. I tell you what, the groundbreaking is the six ninety nine price yeah. tag. Yeah, on that's this. breaking some ground. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we'll I get a decent story out of it though, if nothing else.
0: Right. Yeah. But even they, it's like they're kind of seems like they're backing off a little bit. Just like. Oh, much like has been done before, like with the Dark Knight Returns or this or that, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. Or the killing joke or whatever. So hey. acknowledging, I mean, what's the, it says approximately eight and a half by ten and. Five eighths inches, isn't that like a standard size for a yeah. comic these it's days? It's a little bigger. It's little seven
2: bigger. and oh gosh, seven and a. So now it's if gonna gonna only we had a way to yeah. figure
1: it out in this store full of I comics. Right? Yeah, you, <laughs> you can look at the, these bags <laughs> behind us. Yeah,
2: well, so well, the, the bag look- <laughs> So current size is six and seven eighths by ten and a half. Uh, so it's a little bigger so it's
1: going to be so it'll be a little awkward on oh, the shelf yeah. oh yeah, yeah. well it's close to a
2: size of a pe- regular piece of paper right eight and a yeah, half it's half, basically eight and a half, half by eleven, 11 okay, so yeah. yeah it's a little bigger yeah so
1: yeah that's going to be a math is hard in a magazine That'll... size bag the mm, one yeah day, and right? a magazine size box <laughs> yeah. Too, probably, yeah unless oh. it'll fit in a golden age yeah. right that doesn't sound like it Got to buy some new stuff for this yeah there you go
2: so then you need to come up with some. That's the that's the catch. Is they're gonna have custom boxes for these mm. for ah, all these books with that the black you can, label yeah. Logo yeah, there you right go. That's what are. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might get that. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> page uh,
2: page seven. You have cover number one. So we have the third. I guess title mm-hmm. from Brian Michael Bendis for his uh, label that he has now at DC. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. so it's
1: ju- it's just a cover. Is that the deal? Yeah, yeah. It's no, just a cover, no, a cover, no, no interior. interior. Yeah, it's no. cover <laughs> art.
2: You know, I guess uh, Brian Michael Bendis wrote the image, right. and and then David <laughs> Mack drew it. Okay. So there you go. It's basically a poster without being a poster. So All right. <laughs> right. No, so but it's, more story. yeah, I didn't even read the thing, just saw that, the,
0: the, yeah. the, yeah, kind of an interesting concept, but we'll mm-hmm. see, I don't yeah. know.
2: David Mack art, so, it, you know, at least he yeah. will look nice, so. it's
0: true. He's got a great Superman variant for Superman number one this week, by yeah. the way, okay. David Mack variant. Uh,
1: on page eight and, eight nine. and nine, we've mm-hmm. got the next issue of Doomsday Clock. Uh, the only thing I really want to point on this is this is a great Rorschach beating the crap out of Joker <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right, is. You got the cards flying. Mm-hmm. I really like that cover. Very cool. Hope that better happen in the book. Yeah, and yeah. we're and
2: we're talking about possibly doing and our issues one through six uh, review of Doomsday Clock for a future podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear that, you know, tell Mike or tell somebody that hey, that might be interesting. We'd like to know if you would be interested in hearing that.
0: Right. So a little bit more I guess on page 10 and 11 expanding uh, doing more stuff in the Sandman universe with a couple of titles The Dreaming and uh, House of Whispers so if you're into Sandman it sounds like they're got some stuff coming your way I don't have
2: anything till 25 so you guys I don't know, it have anything until 30 oh wow so I of that, that. there you go alright well uh, you good that Else for, okay, so page page 25 in the catalog, you've got Detective Issues 988 and 989. I'm not sure how long this is going to go. We have a guest writer, uh, James Robinson. Uh, pretty well-respected writer, did a really, really nice run on Starman. Mm-hmm. So if uh, you're familiar with James Robinson's work, here's a chance to pick that up.
1: He did have a good run on Batman right after, and, uh, one year later Okay, when they did that. He after did some after JSA the stuff, too, yeah. right, didn't uh-huh. he? Yeah. yeah, but his Batman run before was pretty good, so this will probably be a decent story, I would yeah. think. Uh, on page 30, we've got uh, Hawkman number four. I just want to bring this up just because as of right now, I think today, did the second issue come out? Yes, uh, So, I've only read the first so far, but I really liked it. I was kind of like, what are they going to do with Hawkman that doesn't just complicate things? Mm-hmm. But the first issue is really strong. I'm looking forward to this book. Uh, I also said on twitter that i really liked the issue and robert vendetti the writer thanked me so i'll definitely, <laughs> uh, give, him, I'll cool. definitely give him a plug here <laughs> all right <Yep>. for <clears throat> what it's
2: worth all right <laughs> somebody's paying attention yeah yeah 38 so. is my next thing yeah, yeah okay so we have the last issue of uh tom king's uh, mr miracle uh series and this is another book that i think at some point we should you know read it all and, and talk about mm-hmm. so i have some pretty strong feelings about the first yeah. issue
0: but, uh, Is that all you read? You waiting for trade? I'm waiting for trade. Okay. You know how I am. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I've read well, the first issue, and it's exactly like me. I've read and the first.
2: I liked it, but mm-hmm. I've got one big glaring flaw just right out of the gate with that with that whole story. So oh, yeah, yeah. So well, I, I want to vent. Yeah. Does he does he call it Earth instead of Midgard? No, no. <laughs>
1: are you, it's are you like reading that. Mr. Miracle? No, I picked up the. Uh, was it the director's cut of the first issue? Uh, I think I, did too. I kind of flipped through that. And it looked good, but I have the second print of the first issue.
2: I have the director's cut of the first issue. I didn't plan on buying it originally. I said, "Oh, I'll just wait for the trade." And I heard right. how good it was. It was like, "Oh, well, I gotta at least get a copy yeah. of the first issue and read it." And mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, I'm just been waiting patiently yeah. or impatiently, maybe.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, I'm good till sixty-three, so. Um, on 42, we've got uh, Plastic Man number 4 from uh, Gail Simone. It's the new uh, miniseries they're doing. Uh, just about this cover, at first glance, I thought, oh, they're at Planet Krypton, the uh, re- theme, uh-huh. superhero-themed restaurant from uh, Kingdom oh. Come. <laughs> Upon closer inspection, though, I feel like they are in a uh, superhero-themed gentleman's club. Mm, it's kind it of looks, looks like. like exactly. Which... I know there's a place not too far from here that was doing that before, <laughs> so I don't know where they got that idea from. Yeah. <laughs> on uh, 47, we've got Scooby-Doo team-up number 42. Uh, again, this is a really good, kind of fun kids' book. It's Scooby-Doo teaming up with like DC and Hanna-Barbera characters and things, and it looks like we've got to focus on a lot of the uh, gorilla characters from DC in here, uh. from the Silver and Golden Age. We've got Grodd, Ultra Humanite, Monsieur Mala. Con uh, Gorilla, Detective Chimp, so, and I think Titano, the super ape, is in there too at some point. So if you like some of those old school gorilla characters. The so
0: Scooby-Doo goes ape. Yeah. <laughs> there, I don't have anything
2: till right. 62. Okay, I'm on the next page after okay, that. Okay, so
1: it so, uh, looks like this year for uh, Batman Day they're giving out a uh, new copy of uh, Batman White Knight number one. Uh, this was the really great story from Sean Murphy that just wrapped up. Uh, so if you you know, were kind of on the fence about that, maybe check out this book. Uh, I recommend it. It was really good. I was surprised by how good the story was, actually.
0: So definitely worth checking out. Okay. So do they give us the actual date, or we talked about that? Or what back uh, it says day? on sale 9518. Yes. Okay. So, so that would be the 5th. The 5th, the okay. Or so the Saturday after that, whatever. Huh?
2: Page 63, the volume 7 mm. of the uh, Tom King's Batman, another plug. Where our next episode, we're going to talk about issue fifty, and the issue fifty is included in this uh, in this trade. So if you want to find out what we thought about issue fishy, 50, fifty, I almost said fishy there for some reason. Issue fishy. Fishy, fishy. Yeah, so. a,
1: it is kind of a fishy fifty. Well, but yeah. we'll, well there that, you go. We'll get yeah. into that yeah. next yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that then. So uh, on uh, sixty-five, we've got a new printing of Batman Haunted Night. And this is some of the Legends of the Dark Knight specials that Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale did prior to the Long Halloween and Dark Victory. So there's some cool uh, sort of one-shot stories in here, so it's definitely worth checking out, especially if you like Long Halloween, and most people do. Uh, On the next page, we've got the hardcover of Batman the Dark Prince Charming. So it looks like kind of double dipping here Mm -hmm. with that word because they just did the individual hardcovers and the second one just came out like a week or two ago, right as we're recording. Mm -hmm. So you could get those separately, or now you could just buy them as one. Mm -hmm. Uh, And after that, we've got the new printing of the uh, Batman White Knight trade paperback, and it has now been rebranded as part of the DC Black Label line, Mm -hmm. which everyone kind of figured they would at least do with the sequel, if nothing else. Do they have? Do they put the size of that one in there? Oh, I don't know. Did they? They
0: don't list it,
2: so. they don't. Yeah. it. It will. I just. It will be really, really dumb out of the gate if the one book is oversized yeah. and this one is not yeah, oversized. Especially if, right. if,
0: especially if
1: there's not a like a story reason for it mm-hmm. in the other one or something. Yeah. Uh, on sixty-eight, we've got Batman: The Dark Knight Detective Volume Two, and this is collecting some of the stories from by uh, Alan Grant and Norm Bray Fogle. Uh There's some really good stuff in there. It's sort of the period in between, like. Sort of around the 89 Batman movie, post-crisis, but before Nightfall. So it's another period, like Superman, that kind of gets overlooked, but there's some really good stuff in there. Uh, It looks like we've got, yeah, I think that would probably be the first appearance of Scarface and the ventriloquist in there. They talk about the corrosive man story. So there's some good stuff in there. Hmm. I know Alan Grant was creating a lot of new villains back then just because he wasn't up on what was going on with Batman. So instead (laughs) of worrying about continuity, he just made his own guys. (laughs) So there's some good stuff in there worth checking out. Uh, page, page
2: 70, we've got the next uh, Deathstroke, uh, Volume 5, trade paperback. Uh, Christopher Priest is writing this. I actually bring this up just because on the Black Panther Blu-ray, they have a roundtable interview that includes Christopher Priest, uh, Don McGregor, and Tanahisi Coates, and they talk for about 25, 30 minutes about the history of Black Panther and about the movie and about the impact of the movie. So if you have the Blu-ray, it is definitely worth watching, and I highly <laughs> recommend it. So.
1: On uh, 71, we've got the Flash Silver Age Omnibus Volume 1 New Edition. Uh, I've got this from before. I think the only difference here looks like they are changing the kind of cover and the trade dress to probably fit it in line with the rest of the Omnibus line that DC's doing now. Those will have kind of a standard look now, mm-hmm. which they didn't do when that first one came out. Uh, on 73, we've got He-Man and the Mas- Masters of the Universe Omnibus. Uh, you know, we've got some James Robinson in here, too, uh, and Keith Giffen, some other good writers. Uh, this looks like, I think, just about every He-Man comic that DC has done. Hmm. You know, you've got his first appearance in comics, and DC Presents 47. And then we've got the various miniseries, the Thundercats, uh, Crossover, the origin specials they did. And so there's some good stories here. And, again, it is, you know, $150, but it's 1,416 pages. <laughs> yeah, that's so. A lot of Probably cheaper Not than buying them all for cover Probably. It's speaking out.
0: Of, speaking of that, if you're interested in the He-Man crossovers, I think a new one starts next week as we're recording this, you know, on the yeah, uh, that's 18th. The, that's the Injustice yeah, 2 injustice. And versus the He-Man. So if you're into that stuff, you may want to come check that out.
1: Okay. i've gotten into the last couple of pages okay. so. on 84 finally we've got shazam the monster society of evil oh, deluxe nice. edition <laughs> this was something that was solicited i don't know dennis was still running the store then uh-huh. and i had an order in for it and it got canceled right they didn't publish the book uh, i heard various reasons as to why <laughs> i don't know how valid any of those were but, uh, but we're finally getting a collection hopefully of the old uh, Monster Society of Evil story. Now, this isn't the Jeff Smith one from a few years ago. This is the original Autobinder C.C. Beck Golden Age story Mm -hmm. that that was kind of based on. But, yeah, definitely something I've wanted to read.
0: Good stuff Dennis had, uh, speaking of. He had an old edition of this like an oversized hardcover yeah. with a red slip case so that yeah that's a, that's a a pretty, that's the only way i've ever read it
1: that's a pretty pricey book nowadays mm-hmm. too we'll that i'll have to see if it's still around yeah all will see if it's still around when you're not around all <laughs> <laughs> oh, right
0: oh gosh starting to get the first uh collections of the some of the dc age of hero stuff with sideways volume one coming so uh, however you feel about that how that's played out there are there's a trade of uh the sideways stuff coming out.
2: I hadn't noticed until this catalog that on all those Age of Heroes books that they list the artist before the writer. I, had, uh, I yeah. totally missed that. I guess yeah, it yeah, was oblivious sort of, to it. Sort of yeah. been their big push yeah, with that yeah. line. And and then, I've heard you say that multiple times, but I've just right. never put that together. That's how they listed it in well, the catalog. They so. do
1: that, and then they jump ship.
0: So yeah. I don't know how effective <laughs> that's been for them. Right. So so much for that. So
2: Page, uh, page 94, are you going to get that uh, statue in? oh yeah i may i may uh i'm I'm jumping ahead of you a little bit there but uh so if you got something before that
0: (laughs) gotcha yeah no just getting to the statues things you know they're doing a couple of reissues here just with a different paint jobs a new brighter flash tv statue with the new costume in the white chest logo they're doing a, a pink version of one of the previously released harley quinn red white and black statues this is the uh valentine's variant uh, by stanley art germ who's oh. so hot right now right. you know and so it's a
1: valentine it. statue just in time for september <laughs> bingo yeah nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. good, good so, planning
0: <laughs> yeah so i don't know what that's about but other than making a few more dollars and then there's a couple more additions to or one more addition to the red white and black line uh, which is do you know who mm-hmm. that artist is i do not I I mean, hey, look it's a cool design but uh, no, i really like the it. artist Mingju Helen Chen, but I'm not familiar with her from anything, but I do like it. And uh, another rehash of the uh, always selling out Harley Quinn uh, DC bombshell statue. This, this one's Sepia Tone. Yeah, just kind of brownish brown tones. And then they. This is the one I was asking about. 94. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's a. Pretty cool. It's the designer series, which has been a really solid line as far as quality and everything. It's uh, based on the artwork of Ryan Souk, and it's a Nightwing and Batgirl statue. And it is actually meant to be hung on a wall. So they're like embraced and kind of tangled up in like his, uh, you know, grappling line or whatever, with the capes hanging up over their head, or her cape hanging up over their head. And uh, it's kind of a cool looking statue and a little bit unique in that you can hang it inverted. So that, that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, we'll be getting one of those in at least. One of those. So, what and, and was paid, that, Scott? Just interest?
2: No, I just thought it was cool. Oh, yeah, it's yeah I, know cool I thought it was a cool design. So, yeah. if you are a Nightwing Batgirl fan or looking yeah. for a statue, I, this might be the one to get. Is yeah. that based
0: on so, any particular cover or
1: anything? Yeah, I don't it know. doesn't look familiar to me.
0: It's a cool right. design, but I can't right. think of where it. may that's just from. be original artwork, yeah. you know, because they just listed it as designed by Ryan Sook. Mm-hmm or souk, however yeah. you say And it then
2: page page ninety six. This is actually something that we'll probably talk about getting in the apparel yes. section. But mm-hmm. there are a couple of cool Super yeah, Friends T shirts cool. here. One the Hall of Justice and one the the Hall of Doom. So well, just this may, the, this just may, may the not buildings.
1: be Super Friends anymore. This may be continuity. Well, that's yeah, that's true. They've got the Hall of Justice now in the new run of Justice League, and they are calling the team the other team the Legion of Doom. Well, so. they had
2: the Hall of Doom too in uh, the Young Justice cartoon as yeah. well. It, it may, they may not have called it that, but it yeah. sure looked like <laughs> it, <so>. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> well, they had a version of it too in the uh, Justice league doom cartoon from a few years ago too they did uh, <laughs> so, marvel yeah marvel marvel
2: Marvel's Marvel's
1: Marvel's Marvel. marvel uh, on page two, two? we've return yep. of wolverine mm-hmm. this has not been j- going on for rocker. like six no, months no, no that was then they were hunting uh, oh for they were him. hunting yeah. for now he's yeah. returning. come on man now he's
0: coming back they don't have to hunt anymore because he's returning he
2: returning
1: yeah i will say for I the do, next five months. i do like there's a variant cover of the old school brown costume yeah. which mm-hmm. i really like they get, seem to have forgotten some about. of those
2: variants, though, I mean, they're obviously di- all digitally done what? because they're the they're all the exact <laughs> same oh, yeah. pose and stuff. They just recolor them and tweak them just a little bit. I just think it's a little lazy.
3: Mm, yeah, so
2: I don't know. But uh, it's going to be written by Charles Soule, so that gives it a little hope.
1: But uh, do you think he actually returns in this miniseries? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they like, just want him on the cover. How mad will people be if he doesn't? Uh, <laughs>
2: well, he'll be—he'll show up on the last panel again right. like, the, the last issue. The, his next, you know, There's his next cameo. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> on uh, page nine, we've got Marvel Two and One number ten. Uh, it's listed as Benny and John's final stand to reclaim the name Fantastic Four. I feel like they should have done this the month before when mm-hmm. Fantastic Four number 1 came out. Well, uh-huh. I was going to
2: ask you if you thought this was going to be the last issue of this series. Because so it says the concluding, what it's the concluding... A, yeah, it
1: says the storyline concludes Clued, here. Yeah, it doesn't say the, the, the final issue, issue of the run. So I was so, wondering if you
2: had any insight on that. No, so. uh,
1: it's been really good. I hope they keep going with it. I don't know if they will keep it as a Thing Human Torch book, or if it'll just be a team-up team book up now book. with mm-hmm. different characters, but I've really liked the Thing and Human Torch storyline, so i hope they do something with yeah. them back is back on page oh, i'm sorry go ahead no Mike.
0: i just said because back in the day the original two-in-one was always a, t- a ben team up, yeah, right? yeah. Thing mm-hmm. and somebody else thing and somebody else right. yeah so
2: back on page six uh, just fantastic four number two the only reason i mentioned this is because they pictured in last month's marvel previews the connecting arthur adams covers mm-hmm. and but you couldn't order <laughs> the first issue you can order the second issue now so they have that second issue, and it looks to me like they're not like a high number, or even you might just be able to order them directly. Oh, did you really? check on them? I oh, mean, did yeah, you look? I could check and
0: find out okay. if there's a uh, but, uh, way you have to order that or yeah. not? But yeah, we can find that out. But if you're an Arthur,
2: if you're an Arthur Adams fan, that's actually was a really it's- really cool two connecting cover. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was. Nifty, it's so. probably
1: 200 of whatever you i know i guess so yeah you know however many uh you ordered of as guardians of the galaxy exactly, exactly. So, yeah
2: speaking of that issue page 12 as guardians yeah. of the galaxy that's yeah. the clever name of the month book
1: mm-hmm. so
2: uh not saying there's gonna be any good but it's I, just, I just like the name
1: <laughs> i know that uh, when the first thor movie came out or might have been the second uh Charmin did the promotion with the bear dressed up like thor I missed that. You didn't see that. Well, mm-hmm. you probably missed it because they pulled it because it said we've always been Asgardians, <laughs> oh, and oh, apparently oh, someone oh. someone up top didn't appreciate uh, the pun oh, okay. and uh, pulled that.
0: Because no, I had not seen yeah, that. Yeah, digger, dig around so, online. I'm sure so it's this, out there somewhere. Is this part of this whole Asgardians of the Galaxy? Is this part of what they're referring to a few pages later as the Infinity Warps? Is that what they're kind of mashing things up? Is that what they mean by that? Um, I don't know. No, I don't think
2: it's a that's... mashup because uh-huh. I mean those are all existing characters. Right. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. With the Infinity Wars though, we do have these Infinity Wars oh, mm-hmm. sort and of I, mashup
2: characters. Uh-huh. I just noticed. I'm oh, sorry. I'm still on twelve and thirteen. I just noticed Frog Thor on the, in uh-huh, the background yeah, of that oh, one too. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I'm sorry. You can go on now. Um, oh
1: no.
0: Good. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Is, I mean, I don't know what they're doing with these sort of a am- Marvel amalgam characters. We've got Iron mm-hmm. Hammer and Soldier Supreme, mm-hmm. which seems to be mashups of Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America, America and Doctor Strange. Strange. Just kind of kind of neat costumes here, uh-huh. you know, ideas. But yeah, I don't know how good that story is going to be. If
2: those were one shots, I'd probably try them. But they're two <laughs> right. issue series, so that just mm-hmm. leaves me a little little hesitant on on those myself. But
3: uh,
1: I don't have
2: an issue twenty six
1: okay yep. i am get until They're 39 good. i think so they will on
2: Scott. page 26 we have captain america annual one has some art by chris sprouse and one of the nice things about the annuals is that sometimes you can get some really really nice one and done stories i know some right. of my favorite cap stories have come out of annuals because it, you don't have to carry it out for five or six issues and you have to do that you know trade story where sometimes things can get stretched out a little bit too long so some nice you know one and dones and then on page 27 um the, it's soliciting the third issue of the Tanahisi Coates uh, cap run, and I think it's a little ironic that we have Captain America in a hoodie in a hoodie just after having watched Cage for uh-huh. <laughs> uh, on Netflix for the last while. So anyway, just thought that was kind of uh, a little humorous there.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> on uh, thirty-eight, we've got uh, continuation of the Venom First Host miniseries drawn by Mark Bagley. Uh, We had the first issue last month, and now we've got two, three, four, and five. So it looks like it's going weekly this month and kind of wrapping up. Gotcha.
0: So So, so I'm going
2: to jump back to page 32. We've got Thor number five. I just (laughs) want to – I finally read the last uh, Jane Foster uh, Thor trade, Mm -hmm. and it was good. I have to say I'm a little disappointed. But but it was still good. And if you want to know what's coming future-wise for Thor, then there are some hints about some of the storylines that are dropped, especially in the Gates of Valhalla
3: mm-hmm. um, that issue. That was the one yeah. shot
2: that kind of came came afterwards. So there's mm-hmm. some there's some hints about what's going to be happening to gotcha. Thor here. And I think this storyline is actually to deal with future Thor. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah, just jumping back a couple more. I haven't. Uh, have either of you read any of the Immortal Hulk stuff? No. Nah. Nice covers. I know they're great covers and everything. And it's like. <clears throat> For the last several years that I've been in here, you know what I mean? It's just like nobody has cared about a Thor, about a Hulk story, you know. And then this uh, totally awesome Hulk, and everybody kind of yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, but everybody seems to be really buzzing about this, and I keep selling out. So I, you know, I. I looking forward to the first trade on that because mm. everybody's really seeming to like it so.
1: so if you're interested in getting it make sure you come
0: in and exactly. pre-order it and subscribe order pull list. pull list
2: pull list pull list just
0: trying to play catch up with that is not possible yeah. many times with uh, marvel's publishing habits of pretty much just barely over printing mm-hmm. for first run stuff so yeah and
1: the last time i was reading hulk was when mark wade was doing it with indestructible Hulk. yeah mm-hmm. you know and after mm-hmm. that i was like eh. i yeah. think i haven't been reading hulk
2: since peter David <laughs> was writing <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's been a long time
1: all right, so... Uh, 43 to 45. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead. Well, we got a lot of... This month's uh, True Believers. And they have some good choices. we got some uh, good Marvel Knights Daredevil, some early Daredevil. Uh, we've got, you know, Punisher, Black Widow, Luke Cage... I mean Luke Cage wasn't originally a Marvel Knights book no, but they did yeah. you know right. some of that stuff so that's all in their alias you know Jessica Jones from the you know from the Netflix show and everything
2: mm-hmm. first first Hellcat which by the way you can get the actual issue yes. over here at Campus right. Comics in the you know in the in the case they've got right. that there First the, Kev, the first Kevin Smith Daredevil, the actual, yeah. fr, the first appearance of Punisher an Amazing 129.
0: I, mean, I already mm-hmm. got that, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, I do. So, uh, the,
1: Punisher number one. One the, first, from the limited first, series. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon. That's some great stuff right there. Really, mm-hmm. Even the the Mike
2: Zeck and Steve Grant. Yeah, and we, uh, by the way, we did an, uh, an interview with uh, Stephen Grant. So we go back and I can't remember what episode number it was, but we got a Stephen Grant interview for mm-hmm. one of our past episodes who uh, wrote Punisher number one. The limited series one, not the not the Garth Ennis one.
0: Right. <laughs> All right. I'm well, good.
2: I don't have anything till sixty, so
1: yeah. Uh, might be. Yeah, that's before
2: me okay well on page 60 we have silver surfer annual one and the only reason why i mentioned this is because usually when they're doing annuals mm-hmm. there's a regular well, monthly title to go yeah. with mm-hmm. it and there is no regular monthly silver surfer title mm-hmm. so i just think that's a little bit bizarre and it's, it's not by the you know all red and slot either mm-hmm. so i don't i don't weird. know that's just, just bizarre just tried. call it
0: why call it an annual i know yeah just shot. a one shot yeah, or or yeah. whatever
2: so what are you going to bundle? What are you going to put that with? Right. As far as the yeah. trade, I, I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So, right.
0: <clears throat> next, uh, next page after that is uh, "Death of the Inhumans" number three, which again have not read because Donny Cates is on fire. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. everything he's writing, pretty much, I can't keep on the shelf. So again, really? yeah, you know, because he's writing. Uh, he did a lot of that. Well, Cosmic Ghost Rider now, mm-hmm. and you know, and that all the Thanos stuff you know that he wrote where he brought in so yeah I mean brought in Cosmic Ghost Rider so yeah he's uh pretty hot right now so keep your eye out for him probably uh worth picking up anything you see his name on for right now
1: on uh 66 and 67 we've got uh some stuff from Domino's new book Mm. which uh sounds like it's been pretty good so it sounds like that book's delivering Mm -hmm. I don't have
2: anything till 84 so uh
1: Well, on 72, we still have X Classified, number three. It's been revealed now that this is the Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. X X book. book. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why that's still classified in here, but it is. But that's what that will be. Am I supposed to know who that is? <clears throat> that's the, uh, well, are you reading X-Men and Trade? No. Okay. okay, well, that's the fake-out wedding Marvel did. Ah, and it's Gambit okay. and Rogue got married instead, and so now this is their miniseries. Uh, but they couldn't tell you that because they didn't want you to know they were screwing uh, up the wedding. Spoil the wedding, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, seems that seems to be
2: a common theme.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. talk about Maybe that later. later. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it happened to X Men. Not a good week for, uh, no. not a good
0: month for uh, superhero weddings. X twenty three.
1: Yeah, we've got a bunch of you know the Star Wars books. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the last issue of Poe Dameron coming out. They're wrapping up that series. Mm, uh, I haven't heard. I imagine there's going to be something replacing it, but I haven't heard yet what that'll be. We'll hopefully find out next month. Uh,
2: Page 84 and 85, I just wanted to point out a couple of uh, Star Wars Dr. Aphra covers. Uh, Artist, she hasn't done a whole lot of stuff, named Ashley Witter. I was... She was at a convention I was at last weekend. I really, really wanted to get an interview with her, but whenever, as soon as she showed up, you could tell that she was incredibly under the weather. But I saw her do some amazing sketches over the course yeah. of the weekend. So hopefully, hopefully, we'll bump into her at some point in the future, and maybe, we'll, maybe, you'll we'll actually get one of those. Uh, maybe a
3: bird. Cut. Well, maybe someday.
2: <laughs> actually, they're they're in the Chicago area, oh, yeah. uh, so that would not be um, that would Too not be impossible. Town. No, that, gotcha. that was not an impossibility, but uh, right.
0: Yeah, I I figured you'd be you know working on that while you were right down
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> I was already set for this year and maybe yeah. and maybe, maybe next, next year, year already yeah. so
1: yeah.
0: On uh, page
1: 90, we've got Conan the Barbarian Omnibus Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-solicited for january because that's when marvel will get the rights back to publishing conan uh, comics mm-hmm. oh. so this is some of the original conan books that marvel did which are pretty pricey now oh yeah for sure. so if you want a big hardcover of that the, here you go it's it's 125 that'll still be cheaper than those original issues yeah, are right sure. now mm-hmm.
2: yeah i actually mm-hmm. picked up my first copy of conan the barbarian number one last weekend i'd never
0: owned that book before okay, so very cool yeah Yep, not too shabby on that artwork, that Windsor no, Smith guy. He's okay. He's he's all right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he
1: can yeah. hold his own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on uh, 108, we've got the collection of the second run of uh, X-Men Grand Design by Ed Piskor. Uh, I think this is supposed to be another oversized, uh, treasury-sized book. Mm-hmm for that, like the first one they did. Jumping
2: back to 100, this is another bizarre thing that Marvel Disney are doing with the Star Wars license. They're giving the license to make Star Wars books to other companies, but here they're reprinting. I'm pretty sure these were Dark Horse books Mm -hmm. that they are reprinting here, so just bizarre. Page 101, you got the Lando trade, so if you'd like Mm -hmm. Lando from the solo film then this is the trade, you know,
1: kind of sort of ties into that. Yeah, no, Marvel definitely wants the Dark Horse catalog for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. The day they got the, like, they could officially start releasing stuff with the license, all of Star Wars on Comicsology was rebranded Marvel. Wow. They had the Dark Horse stuff ready to go.
2: Some of it's really good. Oh, yeah, the Dark there's, Empire, a, there's, a there's a lot of good stuff, good stuff. in there. The, the, the Night's
1: Field Republic book was really strong. The Zon Legacy. adaptions were pretty good. Yeah, so. there's some really good Dark Horse Star Wars stuff out there and it was you know they had that ready to go they understand the value of those books
2: yeah. page 10105 they have the next daredevil marvel knights book in trade but they're not doing these books sequentially which kind of bugs me yeah, a little bit they're kind of weird so yeah they're, they're definitely going out of order and then on page uh, 106, we've got the Avengers uh, first trade paperback, Jason Aaron, who's you know been knocking out of the park on Thor. Uh, this is, the I guess, the first trade for his Avengers run. I noticed that there is a special cover only available for direct market, so okay. I assume that means comic shops. Yes. So I don't know if yep. you, you are planning on getting any of those in, but if Probably. you want the unique cover, you need to come in and get a pre-order in with Mike mm-hmm. to try to do that.
0: Yep, we
1: can do that.
2: My next thing's on 136. So. Well, on
1: 119, we've got a new printing of the Avengers Forever collection by uh, Kurt Buzek and Carlos, Carlos Pacheco. Uh, this was a uh, mini-series they did, and I really like Buzek's run on Avengers with uh, George Perez. Mm-hmm. So this is a good sort of story where they're kind of cherry-picking Avengers yeah. from throughout time. And they're kind of trying so. to clean
2: up a little of the continuity, I think, yeah. at the time with Avengers. I have this in my to-read pile. I just haven't gotten to what? it yet.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's just not <laughs> – I haven't made it to it yet, so – it's only been around for 15 I know, years, I know. I know. Yeah. Um. Uh, on 127, we have X-Men Phoenix in Darkness by Grant Morrison. Uh, this was the last storyline, it looks like, from his new X-Men run uh, that was pretty good. Uh, after that, we've got Darkhold Pages from the Book of Sins collection. I only mention that because if you don't want to wait for this trade, we have plenty of these in the back. Please, please come <laughs> buy these come books. I'm tired of looking at them. And I bet
0: they're pricey. Oh yeah, are they, yeah. Pricey in the back? they are. They are
1: priced to move. <laughs>
2: uh. Uh, page 136 we have the doctor strange epic collection so if you are you know we mentioned before the passing of steve ditko so this is to me is some of his you know artistically some of his best work Mm -hmm. is this is this doctor strange stuff is the way he did some of the astral plane artwork and some Mm -hmm. of the characters like eternity and stuff so it starts with doctor strange issue 110 and and goes goes forward from there so Mm
1: yeah and and that is the first that's like Strange Tales 110. 110. Right. That's it's his first like, appearance. It's not like yeah. right. we're mm-hmm. missing a bunch of issues or something. No. That's right. where it starts. That's I do right. really like that cover, though, the kind of recolored Steve mm-hmm. Dicko mm-hmm. cover mm-hmm. there. That looks really nice. Yeah. So, yeah kind of like nice. what you see with Jack Kirby stuff now, too. Brian. When they go back and recolor it, they really pay attention and take care with that. It's mm-hmm. not just some quick job they do. Uh, for the yeah, what about those posters on second, 138? Second, yeah. second time we've been ever, doing this, yeah. Ever. We, they've shown all <laughs> the posters, posters. here, mm-hmm. so yeah, you know what you're getting. Yep, <laughs> all
2: right, that that's it. Different. I think that's it for Marvel Marvel. Brave the big That'll book.
0: Still, this throws me every time that yep. they put yeah, image first. That's so weird. Gonna for a while. You yeah, know what Dark Horse thinks throwing. of that? I know,
1: right? I,
2: well, I, I would assume that image is paying for the privilege of being to. up there. Uh,
0: hopefully. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think everybody who's in the front is paying for the privilege of being yeah. in the front. In the front, and then not yeah. just
0: in the alphabet. Yeah. yeah. They're probably on the FOC, you know, program, yeah. the final order cutoff uh, stuff. So, on page 30. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. We've yeah. got the this year's Halloween Comic Fest books. hmm. Um, it's sort of a. Uh, Fall. Fall free comic book day. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I thought was interesting was we have a Thor number one mm-hmm. that is kind of classified. They don't really give you anything except a logo, which isn't the current logo. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm boy. not sure what that is. Uh, I would imagine it's a reprint. I can't imagine them I'm doing a new Halloween-themed Thor no, story. I wouldn't think so. Why so would everything it,
2: else is reprints.
1: Why would they uh, keep it classified, though, if it wasn't? Mm-hmm. I'm
2: surprised about some of the age, especially on the Marvel ones. I mean, they're doing Ms. Marvel 1, which is which is not you know what's going to be in the movie. And then they've mm-hmm, got... Right. Superior Spider-Man, which is a great book, yeah, but you know it's just not it's just not current, so it's not necessarily going to draw people in to read the current the current stuff. So Um,
1: we've got the Spook House Sampler mini comics bundle that Eric Powell's working on. That's a
0: good
1: book. Uh, That's cool. Where's
0: Morgun though? Yeah, I'd rather see that. I would as well. Or just put the other, at least put the trades back in print. A lot of those Mm -hmm. are going out of print. I don't know if that means they're going over to Albatross and he's going to get the rights to those back. But a lot of that Dark Horse stuff, yeah, you can't get. Uh,
1: Will the store be participating in Um, the Comic Fest this year? uh,
0: Probably get some of the books in. But as far as the event itself, I don't really, not really on the calendar to speak as we are right now
1: uh image page 46
2: okay so page 46 we got i had to you know bust out my roman numerals here i think this is 1975 uh, 19, yes is is what i think it is but you basically have a i'm going to say it's a female wrecker who's a cabbie who has an enchanted uh, tire iron that she goes around and dispenses <laughs> justice so yeah i thought that was kind of an interesting uh interesting concept so i'll probably be trying trying that one out
1: uh, on 54, we've got the Dead Hand Cold War Relics uh, Trade. There's is a collection of the first story. I've read the first couple that have come out. This looks like a kind of a cool uh, spy story that deals with some of the ramifications of the end of the Cold War. Uh, I don't want to give too much away because I'm not 100% sure what's going on yet, but I really <laughs> like the book so far. Fifty got yeah. the first trade of Oblivion song. So
2: mm-hmm. that has surprisingly from you know come out apparently on time and right. and uh, they
1: do have the trade ready to go. So if you've been reading that, did anybody else read that? I will I think I might be like an issue behind, but I did start reading it. Uh still can't quite tell you what's going on. I read the, the first issue and is. it, it just didn't
2: grab me, right. but I mean a lot of people are really like Kirkman stuff, so
0: and his surprise book this week again. Just oh, came yeah. out today, as we're recording this, it showed up on the shelves. So,
1: and that's die 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 die. 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 Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for that, we do have it. Okay. Uh, I guess they'll see how well that does with no announcement or yeah. any kind of publicity or marketing mm-hmm. for it. Did they just ship them to you? Yeah. Or, yeah.
0: Didn't tell you what it was. Didn't know anything about the title at all. And yep. And even on the invoice that I see a week ahead of time is just like it was a. Thank you, variant to, and they sent 12 copies, and it turned out to be this brand new Robert Kirkman book. Cool. You know, so.
1: Yeah, and again, like even with Oblivion Song, he said they've been working on that for a few years now. Mm-hmm. They have like quite a few issues in the can apparently before they even started. So I,
2: I wish more creators would do that. So yeah. respect to Robert Kirkman for, well, for doing uh, yeah. that. Being, I guess, you know, just being honest with the fans, and and that's I think it's
1: good. So. I think yeah. he's also in a position where he can do yes. that. I don't know, like yeah. every not every indie creators no you know, probably <laughs> flush <laughs> enough to do that, yeah. but right. It, it is kind of nice that he did that for those books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have anything in Image till 96. Okay, I don't have anything to 100, so, okay. which I think is not even Image anymore. Okay, so we've got some uh, Walking Dead, uh, some of the graphic comic boxes, and they have what they're calling uh, comic store folios. Okay. Uh, I've used some of these at conventions for the last few years, and they are very handy. I can't speak to this brand necessarily, but it's just like a little case you can put your books in. Uh, I find it to be real useful for conventions. You're going around, you're buying stuff, you're throwing it in a bag, you get home, it's all beat up, or like maybe you got something signed, and now the book's got a notch in the corner or something because you were throwing <coughs> it around all day or throwing it in the car. Uh, this protects the books. They're pretty, usually pretty sturdy, and these have Walking Dead art all around them, so it looks kind of nice, too. Uh, I you know if you go to a lot of conventions, I think this is something kind of need to have. Mm-hmm. And they're not super expensive either. Yeah, so, no, you know. these are thirteen fifty. It mm-hmm. says here, right? Does say how many books it'll hold? I mean,
0: like fifteen, I think. Oh, maybe it's not one bad.
1: Yeah, up, it says fifteen like yeah, or says 20, twenty loose. So yeah, it kind of depends on how big the book is. You got right. you know you got a big sixty four page book. <laughs> Will it hold a black label you know. DC book? <laughs> is the? I'll bet it. I'll bet it won't. If no, it's not. the same size as the ones I've got. On the next page, we've got the Stranger Things uh, squeezable dart toy Mm -hmm. that (laughs) McFrawlin's making, like a little squeeze toy of dart Mm -hmm. from the second season. uh and I dark think that horse? takes us into dark horse yeah, with their right. new stranger things stranger book Stranger Things right? book, yeah. yeah
2: okay am i the only one who thinks this probably is gonna be a bust <laughs> well, stranger things the, the yeah. comic yeah i yeah. don't i don't know i mean it just seems like anytime they adapt you know a tv show or right. a movie to comic, oh, no. sometimes I mean, it just falters i think
0: it's kind of they're exploring it's not mm-hmm. like a retelling i think no, no i understand you know it's it'd be, I don't new know. stories it's yeah like, yeah interesting story of Supposedly about what happened to Will during Season 1 while he was in the Upside Down okay. is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, That's the thing. Dead.
1: You've really got to come up with some kind oh, of yeah. hook for a license book be like this. And again, uh, this will be out in September, so probably right before the new season, season starts season three, in, possibly mm-hmm.
0: in October. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jury's always out on adaptations. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Page 104, because Dan demanded it. Uh, because <laughs> I demanded
1: this when they announced this book 20 years ago <laughs> and a claim was going to publish it and they went out of business. Uh, oh no. So finally, horse, no. yeah. So finally dark horse is doing the mystery science theater 3000 comic book. Um, this was something they announced when they brought the show back on Netflix and, um, I haven't heard anything about it since <laughs> <And it's, laughs> right. you know, a couple of years ago during the Kickstarter and everything. So, uh, it's cool. We're finally getting this. Um, I'm pretty sure they've said this is a mini series. Uh, it's uh, art by man. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce the guy's name. Todd Nauknot. I know he worked on the Young Justice comic back in the day. I know he's a big fan of Mystery Science Theater. Just from like online, he'll post pictures that he's done and drawings and different things. So I'm hopefully he's hyped up to do this. And there's a variant cover by Steve Vance. Who, uh, if you're into the show, you'll recognize his art from the DVD covers yep. that he does, that are pretty nice. <laughs> uh, and this is this is the current cast. It looks like mm-hmm. with uh, Jonah and um, Kinga and everybody. So it's you know, if you've been watching the new show on Netflix, this is. So
2: it doesn't look like Patton Oswalt to me. Yeah,
1: I don't know. It's much how, closer
2: to uh, to um, I've forgotten her name. Uh, Felicia F- uh, Felicia Day. Yeah, Felicia Day. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I feel like maybe on the preview page here it looks a little more like him, but yeah. yeah. The likenesses are, I mean, you can tell who they are, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know how well
2: they look like the actors. Maybe he didn't want to give up his likeness for the comic. Really? Yeah. I, I doubt that. I can't imagine
1: yeah. Patton also no, having yeah. an no. issue with that. No, but no, but, no, but yeah. you know, you never know. Who knows what the agreements are, because these are kind of, <laughs> you know, they did kickstart this new season. I don't know what kind of deals they made with mm-hmm. everybody. Um, My next
2: thing not the 154, so. Yeah
1: mine mine is also on 154, 154. Hmm. so hmm. i wonder what we want to talk about on 154 so Something Batman, I really yeah. wanted when I was 15 yeah. that for some reason I'm getting now. <laughs> and I
2: think I still want to read this. <laughs> oh, I'm, defi- I'm definitely getting this. Yeah, we're
1: getting the Batman-Max nice. crossover, mm-hmm. Arkham Dreams from IDW. Well, Sam Keith art. Yeah, uh, Sam Keith working on Max and Batman, like my two favorite characters of his. So, <laughs> uh, Actually, I have a uh, classified ad in the original run of the Max for the mini-comic I did in high school because he would give out free classifieds in the back of the book. Really? So issue... Twenty six, I think it is. There's a uh, little ad for my mini comic, flying piece of fuzz. There were twenty six issues of the max. There were thirty some issues. Wow, of the max. I had no, I didn't know it went that long. Yeah, um,
2: <laughs> I only ever see the first three issues ever in oh, really? any place. Yeah. So, yeah. we
1: have some, we had some in the back. I don't know if we still do, yeah. but yeah, you it was probably snatched
2: all the twenty sixes. No, didn't I yet. bought
1: them. Oh no, uh, <laughs> but it's I can't remember if it's twenty six, but it's it's around then. It's the issue uh, where they go into the origin of Mister Gone. Oh, yeah, okay. So I know it's that. So it's kind of a cool issue to be in. Huh. Uh, I also got contacted by a writer from that too, and uh, I did some pages of artwork for him that he didn't compensate me for, which I expected, but he would never even send me a copy of it. So, oh. <laughs> and that still kind of irks me a little bit. But life, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the lessons of freelancing. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh,
1: right so, after that, we've got another book oh, yeah. I'm dying for: Dick Tracy, Dead or Alive, Number One. So it looks like we've got the answer to what happened with the Archie Dick Tracy book. Mm -hmm. IDW probably said, hey, we've been publishing comics for you for 12 years now with the Complete Collections. I'm sure that probably extended to new comics then, too. So Mm -hmm. I assume this is what happened with the Archie deal. Um i was looking forward to that book i'm probably looking forward more to this because we have like the outward family and uh, rich tomaso working on here Mm -hmm. uh so i think again this is a mini series i what i heard i I can't remember it's four or six issues i'm not sure but again this is something i'll definitely be picking up gotcha
0: great looking all red cover there yeah featuring
1: a lot of the villains on it this looks really cool and it's like it's a few steps removed from Chester Globe, but it's not that far that it looks weird or
0: anything.
2: Mm-hmm. One seventy-seven. You got the Bubba Hotep and the Cosmic Bloodsuckers yep. uh, trade. So if you have been, you know, waiting for that, then uh, that is being solicited <laughs> this month. Mm-hmm. So, but we have our, uh, you know, Elvis impersonator, and oh my gosh, his name. What do you mean? His name? What do
1: you? What do you mean it's impersonator? Really well. Oh, he's it is he's, real. He's it is Elvis. real. He is Elvis.
2: Okay, help me. I forgot his name. Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Bruce Campbell, thank you. Yeah. Come on. I'm embarrassed. I apologize <laughs> to everyone listening out there that I cannot remember oh boy. Bruce Campbell's name. That's a, there goes so, a little nerd cred I, down I know a little it's, bit. I, it's, it's all right. So. Uh,
1: back on 171, we've got a book that looks kind of interesting <clears throat> called Impossible Incorporated. Uh, looks like it's by J.M. DeMatteis, and looks like it's maybe sort of a all-ages kind of kid-friendly book that he's doing with a uh, 17-year-old girl and her uh, team on a cosmic train called the non-local express so that might be kind of a fun mm-hmm. easy book to get into on a 174 from IDW we've got Batman the complete silver age newspaper Comics slipcase set and this is the three volumes they did which I want to say were around $50 when they came out I might be wrong about that but this whole set is $100 yeah, right. so this is definitely a more affordable way of getting those and uh, I think that had <clears throat> that was black and white, and then Sunday uh, strips that they did back in the '60s.
3: Uh, I
1: think that might be it for IDW for me.
2: I guess we didn't even say when we switched to IDW, did we? We just went yeah. straight, from, straight from Dark Horse IDW. We, we,
1: were, we were so pumped about yeah. Batman. And Max. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How that Psych. didn't come out in the '90s, I don't know, but yeah. I'm glad we're getting it. I guess. In mm-hmm. uh, Dynamite, we've got uh, James Bond Origin. And this is a new mini-series they're doing, kind of featuring a younger James Bond. Uh, this is a period of time in the characters I don't think they've ever really gone into. They don't go into too much backstory on him in the movies or in the books, really, just that he served in World War II. So this looks like that'll be some of that. Huh. But this would be before he joins MI6 and uh, gets his O status and all that. So that might be a kind of a cool story there. I don't have anything until 2.58, so... Well, uh, 2.22 and boom... We have WWE NXT Takeover, and looks like this is a weekly mini series they're doing. What? Blew. Nah, <laughs> nah, son. We got Finn Balor, we got Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode, Bailey. This uh, looks like be kind of a cool weekly mini series they're doing, focusing on NXT. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say this is feeling out if they could do an NXT book in addition to their WWE one, but. I guess it'll depend on how well this does. There's also uh, connecting subscription covers that uh, make out the NXT logo. (laughs)
3: Let's
1: see. I don't
0: know what that is.
2: Take pride in that. Take pride well, in for that. For
1: your guys' information, NXT is I don't sort want of to know. It's sort of their training <laughs> la, la, division. La 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 yeah. la <laughs> Their new talent comes up from <laughs> the minor
0: leagues. Basically, <laughs> the minor <laughs> leagues of WWE. So, but they get some really good wrestlers out of there. Pretty much, <laughs> that's, that's where the bad yeah. actors. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> On uh, two seventy eight, just kind of going into the. Oh, man, I just made you mad.
2: You skipped over two fifty eight, so.
1: What well, was on, 258?
2: 258. 258 from uh, Abstract Studios. You have The First Trade of Strangers in Paradise, 25. Oh, yeah, nobody's scared okay. about that. Well, uh, there's a lot of people <laughs> who like Fodgy Two people. I, there, well, and the one that – actually, the one – I'm not so much interested in that one, but I – again, every time – this is one of those books, every time it shows up, I'm going to mention it. You have the uh, Rachel Rising Omnibus. This is a Terry Moore book that I really, really enjoyed. So hmm. it's one of my favorite, uh, you know, comic stories here about the last 10 years. So, huh. uh, So, yeah definitely pick that up if you want something a little different supernatural pretty good though
1: okay go ahead <laughs> on 278 we have the wrong earth number one by tom payer and uh, jamal igel uh it's kind of a interesting superhero book they're doing on their own but i'm guess this means we're not getting more molly danger from jamal igel i don't know what's going on with that we only ever got one anyway yeah there so, was supposed yeah. to be i thought they had done a kickstarter for a second volume i don't know if they didn't reach that goal or what happened with that i never heard no but i you know they kind of set up a whole world with that first book i was kind of mm-hmm. looking forward to more of that well didn't they put
2: her in a free
1: comic book day book a year or two ago as well it was right before the her book came out yeah I think it was okay. like a preview okay. thing for that yeah so this will probably be a good book, but again, I wish we were getting something else from them, I suppose.
2: I don't have anything till 3.13, so uh, go to 3.13. What do I got? Uh, 295, we've
1: got Archie 1941, number one. Looks like a new Archie book set during the 40s. Um, I don't know. It's uh, Mark Wade and Brian Augustine writing it. Uh, it's probably be some good stories there, I would think. Uh, I don't... I mean, Archie's trying a lot of new things the last few years, so <laughs> kind of going back to... Sort of the original version, sort of. At least the original time period. Uh, 311. I think you're good stuff. We've got uh, Garfield Complete Works Volume 1, 1978 1979. Uh, that's kind of neat. It's sort of the real old school looking Garfield. Mm-hmm. Not really what we know now <laughs> as Garfield, but yep, sort of the yep. proto version. Mm-hmm. I remember
0: reading him what
1: he would look looked like. Yeah, there. my thing is it says the Complete Works. He's still doing... Jim Davis Jim's is still, still doing yeah. Garfield, right? Right. <clears throat> well, it was so. like the complete
2: Kirby cr- collector until they found something new. Yeah, So, exactly. yeah. so, so. it's complete... Uh, Th- till now. Well, so. I mean, again,
1: this is like one year, basically. So I'm assuming it'll be a while before they catch, they catch up. up yeah. But we'll see what happens then.
2: So on three thirteen, this is not really a comic book thing or anything like that. But there are some people who just have bad names. Like there was a pro <laughs> there was, there was, there, was a, there was a pro beach volleyball player whose last name was Shankly. There's a golfer whose last name is Duffner. Those are just terrible names. But this poor guy, his name is Pornsak. P O R N S A K. I just feel sorry for him.
1: So anyway, moving on. You don't want to you don't want to promote his book or anything. I didn't. Need, I couldn't driving? get past the name literally dragging his name through Uh, okay what is it here
2: (laughs) yeah best known at this point as the writer of image comics horror book infidel so there you go go. all right there Uh, you go good old porn
0: sack porn sack sack. (laughs) not even taking a shot
2: at the last name oh no no no. well you can't i can't get past the first name right
1: Uh, 332 (sighs) we have dc comics Absolutely everything you need to yes. know.
0: Absolutely everything. This is only 240 pages, so I'm yeah. going to say it's not. not. It's probably a good primer
1: <laughs> or like a place to start if so you're just getting into DC. On the next page, we have uh, DC superheroes. Superheroes say please board book, and this looks like something for little kids. You know, probably teaching about manners and things like that with the superheroes. Uh, looks like superman and wonder woman are going after lex Luthor. he's probably being very rude and <laughs> there if i had to guess on 335 we have carpet sweeper tales soft cover uh it looks like this is a uh series where they're taking some of the old italian fumetti comics and probably changing them up a little bit trying putting new dialogue in there and things if i had to guess probably be some funny stories in there I don't have any four seventeen. So. Okay, on a uh, three forty three from Famous Monsters of Filmland, we've Ooh, yeah. got some I've Famous Monsters these. of Filmland T-shirts.
0: I came across these uh, going through it and haven't been able to relocate them. So f- what was that? Yeah, before? three
1: three forty three, and so these are shirts of the Bride of Frankenstein, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and Frankenstein's Monster. And this is the Basil Gogo's art that used to be on the cover. So basically, a Basil Gogo's shirt if you want. And they've got a Famous Monsters uh, logo pin and they've got the vintage, some, uh, monster, vintage socks. monster socks with a lot of uh, monster faces on there. Uh, and the shirts don't come in my size so I'll bet the socks don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I had to guess. On, what's that? Page 362 uh, Somebody I guess, what's this company again? spot Entertainment are releasing Trump's Titans, Space Force number 1. Man, they got right on top of that, because they yeah. just announced Space Force the other day. not been very long. Uh, you so, think they had
2: insider information?
1: Who knows? Know. Maybe. They're going to make space great again, though, here, according to the blurb. <laughs> uh, there are four covers. Three of them are, say, top secret cover art to be revealed. I'm going to guess top secret cover art yet to be done. <laughs> you were probably correct. <laughs> they got that pretty quick. Uh, yeah, at some point I'll probably have to leave the podcast because I will be going to join Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I can remote in from space or not. No. <laughs> we'll, figure, we'll figure that out when it happens. If
2: we can't get Michael Atchison remote in, then there's That's no way right. we're getting you yeah, in, in from good space. Point. Maybe so. I can tap into a satellite. <laughs>
1: On uh three eighty four from New England Comics, we've got the Tick Big Blue Destiny Complete Works, and this is another book by Eli Stone, uh, sort of after the Ben Edlund stuff, but. He did some really good tick stories in there, so this is a good trade worth picking up. Uh, on, oh, on page uh, 396, uh, we've got uh, Marvelosity, the Marvel Comics art of Alex Ross. And they're doing new printings of Mythology, the DC version of that book that came out a few years ago. And then Rough Justice, the DC comic sketches of Alex Ross. And I have, those, I have the DC books, and they're both really good and worth checking out. Even the Rough Justice has, like, a lot of his concept art and sketches and things, and there's a lot of cool ideas he came up with that never went anywhere. <laughs> I know he pitched a redesign for the Martian Manhunter after he died and came back. That was really cool. There was, like, a Super Sons book that he had pitched back when they weren't dealing with anything except the one Earth, where they hadn't brought back the multiverse yet and stuff like that. So... And like a Shazam pitch that he did that never went anywhere, and different things. So it's
2: surprising as popular as Alex Ross is amongst a lot of comic book, you know, people that none of those would have. I mean, somebody would be dying at DC. To, oh yes, oh Alex, for sure. Let's do those. But yeah, and I, I, is it just because he can't keep up? Or
1: <laughs> well, I know specifically the Shazam thing got shot down, and then they ended up doing something very similar in the Trials of Shazam miniseries they did right. later on. And he said they even went back and said, hey, do you want to do that now? And he's like, no, you already did Trials of Shazam. It's too close to what we already did. Uh But, uh, yeah, that book, too, that Rough Justice specifically, I would see that at, like, Barnes & Noble, different bookstores. It took me forever to get a copy because they were so beat up by the time I found them. You could tell people were reading them and Uh looking through them. But, yeah, I ended up having to order one online, I think, because every time I found a copy, it was all beat up in a store. And that was, like, right when it came out. This wasn't, like, six months later or something. On oh, no. 407 we've got Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds an art book so it looks like it's uh, some portraits and things of the, him and the band oh, from over the years so that's kind of a neat thing I wouldn't necessarily expect to see in here uh, and that's Nick Cave the singer not the artist <laughs> as uh, the, me and a co had some confusion about that a few years ago trying to figure <laughs> out why Nick Cave was playing at an art museum <laughs>
2: 417 is whatever yeah. I'm mean.
1: at. Okay, so Four Seventeen
2: uh, from Titan Comics. We finally have the new Thirteenth Doctor on the cover of a uh, comic. So it's going to be a, she's going to be reviewing her all the inc- incarnations of the previous Doctors, I guess, through dreams or memories or whatever. So it's going to be a, a zero issue. So if you're interested in the new Doctor, and I guess there's going to be a Doctor Who Comics Day November 24th. <laughs> I assume that's going to coincide with the start of the Thirteenth. Uh, Doctor's uh, run on BBC so for all the Doctor Who fans
1: on 428 again from Titan we have Batman the Killing Joker novel so it looks like a book adaptation of the Alan Moore story Um, I guess they just need another way to sell this story I don't know (laughs) Uh, and it says that they are going to also do uh, whatever the Joker movie is which we just got some news about And Suicide Squad 2, so I don't know how you're going to adapt things that haven't even been made yet, but we'll see.
2: Uh, I'm to the flip side, so I'm to side two, so just finish her out.
1: Uh, On page 440 from Waxworks Comics, we have House of Waxwork number 2. This is sort of a horror anthology book. I saw a review that um, horror host Dr. Gangrene did of the first issue on his YouTube channel. And apparently, it's like a lot of old school horror stories. And then this is also a like an independent record company. So there's a soundtrack record included too with the first issue. Uh, it sounds like this one does too, because it says White Zombie bassist Sean all and veteran horror film composer Douglas Pipes from uh, Trick or Treat and Krampus provide the soundtrack music for each Tale. So it sounds like this probably comes with a record too, if I had to guess. So that's kind of a neat sort of presentation. Uh, let's see. I think my last thing on this side. Oh, is in the manga section, and it's—is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon four-panel comic? I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> go why, are you, why are you in a dungeon trying to pick up chicks? <laughs> Maybe just let her go. See what happens. Leave her be. So I think we're ready to flip, flip side flip. two. One,
0: two, three, flip. Right.
1: Kind of the merchandise. Yeah, and I'd have nothing until page 60, so... Well, I got something on page 17. All right. Is the yeah. Batman classic TV series Bruce Wayne and Batphone bus That looks nothing like Adam West to me. What do you think? I, I can kind of... Like, if I squint, uh huh, I can see it. I kind of wonder what the actual piece will look <laughs> well, yeah. like. Because I feel like they've done some pretty good likenesses. They really have. That's why it's, it, it seems... surprises me that they would be such a miss on this. yeah. You know? But, again, this will kind of complement the Dick Grayson one they did last month. With right. it's it him in the bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume this is in pieces, because he's got the phone cord going to the phone in that. Yeah, and, and it's
0: got a separate base there, too, yeah, for the phone, so, so, so that's
1: kind of cool. You'll have to put that together a little bit or something. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Um, on page 20, we've got Marvel Movie Gallery Ant-Man and Wasp PVC dioramas, and this is... Uh, Versions of them from the new movie, and it looks like they're separate, but it looks like you can kind of put them together there mm-hmm. to form, like, a bigger statue. And You're this right. is the PVC one, so they're only $45 a piece. And, right.
2: and we will be talking about the Ant-Man and Wasp movie in the next episode yeah. of Campus Comics Cast. Mm-hmm.
1: On page 22, we've got, uh, from Black Panther, the movie, we've got the Marvel Movie Gallery Black Panther Shuri diorama. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a cool uh, piece of Shuri from sort of the end of the movie. Mm-hmm
0: and have the statue of the black panther itself you know this is a little bit pricier one you know i don't know about that it says approximately 14 inches tall but a lot of that looks like base to me Mm -hmm. you know so that might be all about that base (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On
1: uh, 24, we've got the Marvel Movie Milestones mm-hmm. Iron Man Mark 1 resin statue. So, this is resin, so that's a little pricier, 250 Right. But this is sort of like his uh, first version of the armor that he makes in the cave. So, mm-hmm. it looks kind of nice. Looks Pretty like there's cool. some nice detail. Yeah. I assume that'll be a translucent bl- base I of the explosion. Say,
0: of the blast off. Of the yeah, and so this is, that.
1: and that's by Gentle Giant,
0: it looks like. <clears throat> right. So, all uh, right. The DC stuff we DC talked stuff. about. Into the eagle moss and their ever expanding yeah. collection of collections we've got that these they're doing
1: Marvel mini heroes that you can't tell me that's not based on Scotty Young but I right. don't see his name.
0: Yeah.
1: On a 38, we've got the Iron Man business card holder where uh-huh. it's like his gauntlet and then a base that you put your business cards in. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Why don't he just hold them in his hand? Yeah. Why doesn't he do that? <laughs> Why is it 150 dollars? Yeah. Is the bigger question. What's up?
0: I'll I'll light up for 150 bucks. (laughs) Right? Yeah, but there, uh, right above it is a uh, Wolverine statue, and it does list Scotty Young's name in the description for that product. You have to there. So yeah, they're doing some nice uh, um, medium-priced statues there. You know, there's an old man Logan there for 160 bucks, and
1: something for every budget.
0: Every budget.
1: On uh, $45, we have got the Marvel Comics Infinity Gauntlet Desk Monument, mm-hmm. and that's only $20. Uh, I'm not sure how big this is.
0: Yeah, I didn't really see that either.
1: So, But again, it's probably a more affordable version of the Infinity Gauntlet if you want to have on display at your desk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on uh, page 54, we have the uh, Vice Principal's... Vinyl figure two-pack from the uh, Danny McBride show and Walton Goggins, uh, Vice Principals. That was on HBO, which is a cool show. I don't know why I need vinyl figures of it, but here they are, (laughs) $20 for the two. Uh, The next page, we've got uh, some new uh, Mega Constructs Heroes minifigures. And uh, the first wave of these are out in stores now, and I've seen there's sort of like more detailed and articulated, but they're still like sort of Lego minifigure scale. And uh, there's, like, some He-Man and Star Trek and Halo ones out now. And it looks hmm. like they're kind of continuing some of those lines with this. And we've got uh, Aliens and Terminators and Ninja Turtles and stuff coming up. Yeah, He-Man, Assassin's Creed, it looks yeah. like. Hellboy. Yeah. Huh. And,
0: I'm
1: again, like those that. are, like, pretty affordable, too. But, again, they are, like, Lego minifigure size. Hmm. On page 58... <laughs> We've got movie icons: uh, Matt Hunter, aka Chuck Norris, mm-hmm. and uh, Scarface Tony Montana sitting in the throne. Uh, listed at seven-inch figure, I feel like there's not any articulation on these, no. so I don't know if yeah. I would call them a figure. I, it looks like maybe the arms move or something, but probably m- just more of a display piece, right. especially at the you know fifty and seventy-dollar price points. <laughs> Page page sixty, you have the
2: Fallout Vault Boy one nine scale Mego style action figure. So for fans of the
1: Fallout game series. Well, speaking of Mego style, I saw they announced they are bringing back Mego at Target. Apparently, really, yeah, Hmm. yeah. I think there's going to be some news about that at San Diego this year. But uh, looks like they're going to start making some new Mego figures. Mm -hmm.
0: We'll see what
1: that does to the Mego knockoff market. Yeah. My next thing is not to 101. So. Well, on 62, in the Funko section, we've got the Rick and Morty Pickle Rick 18-inch plush. So if you need a plush Pickle Rick in your life. <laughs> uh, on the next page, on 63, we've got a uh, pop vinyl of Bob's Big Boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, as me and Mike were talking the other day, they've got the uh, Funko documentary on Netflix, and they were talking about how Big Boy was a pretty important part of that company. Mm-hmm. It was sort of the first bobblehead they did. You know, it was licensed, so... <laughs> surprised it took so long to do a pop I vinyl i wonder if they've done one before maybe or something mm. this is a new one but it seems I like that's they something one. they would have done early on
0: yeah yeah and again just so many licenses with pop vinyl oh, yeah. just everything pretty much everything they, the they can get it looks like yep
1: on a 92 we've got some more Lupin the third action figures uh one of them is blanked out though and i'm not sure why huh. i'm pretty sure this Lupin the Third goes back to like the seventies, so everybody knows what he looks like, right?
3: That's
2: could uh, it be a
1: character right. likeness issue? Probably, maybe. Maybe they've done some others though, so I don't know what the issue would be at this point. Well, line. it was like on
2: like Star Trek, there was like what Mud. They could never reuse Mud's image, like in my computer well, games and stuff. So
1: that's a that's an issue with the actor though. Yeah, not the not a cartoon character is going to have that kind of. Problem. I never heard of these guys before. Oh, okay. So, so I don't know. yeah, cartoon yeah. characters. Yeah, this yeah. is a manga that was an anime back in the day okay. too, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, didn't ignore me. Yeah, no, uh, I know <laughs> they still they still have that issue with mud though, because in the mm-hmm. Star Trek New Visions, there's a story with mud, and his face is always behind a pipe uh, yeah. or in shadow, or they mm-hmm. worked it out. And then, hmm. same thing in the Batman '66 Green Hornet crossover. Uh, the character he played, the General Gum, I think it was, they had him get in an accident, so his face is disfigured and stuff, so it's not the actor's likeness.
0: Well, going back see. to page 70, there's yet another Kotobukiya 2-pack of the X-Men 92. This is going to be Bishop and Storm, and they're like one-tenth scale Artifacts Plus line, so those are not too bad. You get two figures for 90 bucks. you know, like I said, they're one-tenth scale, so yeah, 7 inch figures probably those are the nice statues with the magnetic feet usually on the base you know so they're mm-hmm. kind of cool and uh a nice uh, scarlet witch kota Bikia statue also in the one tenth scale
1: so when they're connected by magnets like that are they this is just kind of for me are yeah. they always in the same spot or can you move them around on the base a little bit the base okay. is
0: like metal oh okay and then the mag- magnets are on the feet and you can set them oh, however okay. you want one foot off or whatever you know okay. so that's kind of kind of nice a couple of uh higher end statues on page 72 of the incredibles of uh, uh edna node and uh edna mode i mean and mr incredible self but you know 225, 500 five dollars but you know if you're a big fan of the incredibles and want one nice piece for your movie room you know it's kind of sub up those movies those are two keep, nice pieces i keep so. hearing about this guy incredible stew
1: does anybody know who that is the incredible St- no stew. i keep hearing about incredible stew no. i don't know so- <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. took a minute, but yeah. Yeah. yes. Yep. On uh, page 94,
1: mm-hmm. we've got the Black <laughs> Spider-Man uh, martial manga realization figure, where it looks like it's sort of an old-school samurai Spider-Man figure. I think they've done some Star Wars and some other Marvel ones yeah, like okay. that. So it's like
2: a. I think that's probably one. just a repaint of some of the other ones. I don't Good. know. I don't. The
1: face looks different. I would think uh, they have to really because it looks almost like a venom kind of mouth mm-hmm. to it. So I don't know. Just put on a new head. Could could be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does have kind of a web pattern in the armor and stuff, but yeah, you never know. <laughs> on page uh, 100 uh, we have another uh, infinity Gauntlet item we've got a pvc bank and this is more like the in line with the movie version and again that's $30 so again if you want a more affordable infinity gauntlet to put on display there's an alternative for you
2: mm-hmm. on 101 you have the marvel heroes shield venom containment unit lava light so you have oh, a that, lava you have a I lava lamp those. with black that just goes up and down as if you are containing the symbiote, which I thought was
1: kind of clever.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's only they, thirty bucks uh, too, so.
1: They did something like that before, didn't they? Didn't they do a Venom lava lamp before? Mm, I think, don't think don't Josh might have mentioned though. that before.
0: Yeah, I believe they did.
1: Yeah, but it's kind of nifty looking. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, above that though, we've got the Toon Tumblers uh, Marvel Classic uh, glasses with some uh, sort of iconic versions of Cap, Hulk, Iron Man, and Thanos, and different characters. And the Thanos looks dramatically different than the rest oh, of yeah, them. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's definitely not like a 70s Thanos no, or anything. No, no. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: And that's, uh, I'm, that's all I had. So uh, I, I had a few
1: more things, I think. Oh, yeah, on page uh, 110. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure why they haven't done this before. We have Star Trek Vulcan earbuds, where it's earbuds that have the extra pointed earpiece you can uh, wrap around your ear. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. And there's a Bluetooth and wired version. Huh. On the next page, we have some She Ra and Transformer glitter face uh,
0: enamel pins, so those look <laughs> kind of neat. And, uh, a couple pages back on the 109, continuing the theme of the Universal Monsters, there's a pretty nice uh, Bride of Frankenstein pillow. If you mm-hmm. want have one of those in your movie room, you know. Pink, black, and white, you know, so kind of cool looking. But the image is really cool classic profile of Elsa I what, Manchester. I tell you what, right? though,
1: good job on these companies getting this stuff out in September. Yeah, right. Before Halloween, not even October, right? It's September. It's definitely not January or February yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. So good so for if them. If they run
0: a little late, still chance chances will be on time.
1: Yeah. On uh, page 113, we've got some more uh, sort of graphic comic boxes this month. We've got uh, an Alex Ross Hulk one and then an Alex Ross uh, from the, his Justice mini series boxes that both look pretty nice. Uh, let's see. I think I don't have anything till 135. Let's, oh, actually, uh, <laughs> 130 in the apparel section. We've got the Hall of Justice and yeah, Legion of Doom shirts. The official spot to wear from that DC. From. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's some Batman shirts. Uh, looks like they're doing a new. Uh, gallery edition of the Michael Turner Superman Batman Supergirl story. Uh, oh, on uh, page one thirty-five, we have a Predator t-shirt that I guess uh, <laughs> is sort of re- referencing the three, three wolf moon, moon shirt, yeah. <laughs> where it's three predators kind of howling at the moon. <laughs> Be in time for the new Predator movie. <laughs> Uh, after that, on 136, we have a Wild Stallion shirt from Bill and Ted's okay. Excellent Adventure. And then it looks like we have a shirt for the All-Valley Karate I Championship out, 1984 that's... from the Karate Kid. I would think they referenced that in the new Cobra Kai show on YouTube. And I think that's it for me. And here, no game stuff? No, you, nothing. Nothing I,
2: caught I your eye. I like saw one game, I can't remember what it is now, that was like would go one to four players. But I don't remember what it was. So. Yeah, yeah
0: all right do it that'll do it well that's it for uh the july 18th uh july of 2018 previews catalog that again the cutoff date for that is july 26 so if you've heard anything or just want to check out the whole catalog because i mean we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of pages of, of products and merchandise for you to flip through and figure out if there's anything you need just be sure and uh Come in check out the catalog give us a call if there's anything that you're here you want more information on that'll be fine Uh, just give us a call here of course come into the store campus comics here at 816 east main street suite b and uh, give us a call at 618-457-6011 or uh, just like us and message us on facebook we'll get back to you as soon as we can on that so that'll be it
1: for me and this is dan brown you can find me online at detective 651 on twitter wordpress and deviantart
0: and at the store most
2: saturdays it's scott reed bergcomics.com. i'm gonna plug my ebay store stores.ebay.com slash comics i've been posting about 500 dollars or so of uh, books um, each day here for the past several days so i've got a lot of new stuff there you might want to log in and check it out
0: very good so that do it that does it all Sorry. right till next time